Good day everyone and welcome to today's Living Life. There is a quote that I came across about a year and a half ago that I managed to find because I was thinking about it as I was preparing for today's passage. And the quote says, Just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. Let me read that one more time. Just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. And it continues, Being offended is a choice and should be chosen wisely. These are some strong but also wise words, and I think quite biblical words as well. Very often when we are offended, uh, we are angry and upset because we feel we have been wronged. Now, this is so applicable today, this, you know, these days, because when beliefs offend people, when someone's faith offends people, when being offended by beliefs offends people, Right? As in, them being offended offends me. And then it just creates this endless cycle of being offended. So today we see Paul in a situation where by all rights, he should be offended, but he actually chooses not to be. Let's read the passage and then we'll continue. Philippians chapter 1, verses 12 through 21. Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. It is true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. The latter do so out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. The former preach Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely supposing that they can stir up trouble for me while I am in chains. But what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and God's provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage, so that now as always Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. So one more time, because I'm trying to drill it into you. Being offended doesn't mean you're right. Being offended is a choice and should be chosen wisely. So again, when and why do we get offended? Uh, I think it's when we feel that we have been wronged in some way. Now that means there has been a judgment call where their wrong is against you, that you that they are wrong to wrong you. 
right? And so, but let's look at Paul's situation, as I said before. Now, Paul has two situations where he should be offended. The first is what, what is happening to him, what happened to him and what has happened to him, and actually quite a few times, like repeatedly, being imprisoned on false and wild accusations. Right? He was preaching the gospel, he was talking about Jesus, and then they make up all these accusations to throw him in jail. Now, the second one is more personal. He's being, quote-unquote, attacked by fellow Christians and evangelists while being in prison for preaching the gospel. Now, can you imagine this, right? Imagine you are trying to tell people about Jesus and salvation. You get thrown into jail on bogus charges and because they didn't like what you were saying. And then other fellow Christians come along and instead of helping, instead of visiting you in prison as the Bible says you should, or be even just being sympathetic, they start making things worse for you while you're in prison and they're outside, right? So we don't know exactly what they were doing, but it sounds like these other evangelists were proclaiming the gospel, but in a way and with the intention of basically legitimizing Paul, the reason for Paul to be in prison, right? So they may have been kind of doing it in a very rude way, I don't know, like hitting people violent way, I don't know, we don't know exactly, but to legitimize the reason for, the reason for which Paul was in prison for, right? It's all this to make sure Paul suffers, and it's very personal, it's completely personal. They are trying to destroy Paul while they survive possibly so that they could even do better, be higher, go higher. Now, would you be offended in this situation? Me? Oh my goodness, yeah, right? Now, some of you may actually know what this feels like. Yeah? The important thing to note is that Paul does not enjoy pain or suffering, right? And that's not what he's saying that we should do. Paul is suffering. He recognizes the suffering and the pain, but he chooses to respond differently. Now, in the first situation, um, he says, it says, um, what has happened to me has actually, and I want you to highlight, circle, underline that word, actually. This is an important word because actually tells of the truth in a situation when that word is used. It is a correction, it is an amendment, and it, it is a replacement of something that has been mentioned before. Right? For whether it be circumstantial or situational, when the word actually comes up, it is to replace something that has said, uh, that was said or has happened before. In the second, um, Paul says, but what, but what does it matter? The important thing is that. I want you to highlight circle the important thing. Here, nothing is being replaced, but something is being detracted or even redacted. It is being erased you know, you could possibly say forgiven even, right? Now let's look at why Paul responds differently. In the first situation, it is to, uh, to serve the advancement of the gospel. And in the second, he says, Paul says, in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. Do you see the common denominator? It is the gospel, the gospel of Christ and Christ. So this is, you know, uh, it's such a bigger deal, big deal that Paul says it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. Now the phrase for Christ literally means, and in the original Greek is in Christ. 
Paul is in chains in Christ, right? It's kind of like the old um, exorcism, you know, exorcist movies, you know, Christ compels thee, right? But it's kind of like that. Christ compels us. Christ compels Paul. Paul is not just in prison because of his faith in Christ, but also he is in prison with Christ. And no one likes to suffer, right? And though you can say people suffer, you know, from relatively different things and by different degrees, we know that we are to love our enemies no matter what. But yet, in choosing, we often choose to be offended by people. And when that happens, we are creating more and worse enemies. Unless, of course, you know, you are saying that you are intentionally creating bigger and worse enemies so that you can love them more, right? But that's just silly and it doesn't make sense. And I don't think anyone can actually do that. Even Jesus didn't do that. To choose not to be offended in part has to do with foregoing judgment, deferring judgment to God. And we focus, that helps us to focus on what is actually the important thing, which is what Paul shows us, because only God has the right to be offended. Not being offended by people means you look to God more than people, or especially more than you look to yourself. It means you can trust God more than people, especially yourself to be able to trust God even though it feels like you are losing out. So are you offended by someone at the moment? Are you kind of stewing and you can't you just keep thinking about it, you keep coming back to it? Or have you done this? I'm sure we pretty much all have done this. Let's take it to God and let's repent. Let's repent for taking your eyes, your heart, your energy off what is actually the important thing and onto ourselves. Yeah, let's make that prayer. Let's pray that prayer now. God, we thank you for your word today uh, that teaches, uh, reveals our sinfulness, Lord, of uh, what is actually important, but sometimes we take our eyes off that and we put it on ourselves. We put it on um, our thoughts, our feelings, and our understandings. God, right now we want to repent uh, of that and we want to look to you, O oh Lord. And not that, there are not that people offending us doesn't mean anything or doesn't do anything, but help us to persevere in giving you the right to judgment because it is only you who have any right and all the right to be offended. So we want to defer to you. We want to submit to you, O oh God. Help us to grow, Lord, in this way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer. See you.